Okay, kids, let's go. There has been an awakening. Have you felt it? <laughs> Hello, what have we here? Hello. Holy shit. Thanks, C3 penis face and R2 dickhead. Hello there. You can found someone you have, I would say. <laughs> May the force be with us. Fucking A. Yours was better. Good day, Galaxy Rogue Squadron. Back at it. I'm Mopar. I'm Commander. That's R2D2. R2's back at it again. He's always been at it, dude. Ever since the very beginning. Like, forever since the very beginning. He did take a real long nap during Episode 7, though. Somehow Palpatine returned. Somehow, Somehow R2-D2 is still here. Somehow. I um, I watched Star Wars for the first time in a long time, not including Mando. I mean, the Star Wars movie. Which one did you watch? Phantom Menace. Okay. It's very good. I watched the I beginning like of much. that movie a lot. It sucks, because I'll like, throw it on. It doesn't and suck, I, actually. It sucks that I don't have time to watch the whole thing. Um, cause I'll put it on and I always get to like through Naboo and then Which I get time? to like, and then I get to like Tatooine and I'm like, ah, fuck. I love Tatooine. I do love Tatooine. In that movie. I'm just saying I don't have enough time to watch the whole thing cause I want to see the pod race is what I'm really yeah. angsting for. Yeah. So, uh, my mm. mom and all of her friends went out for St. Patty's day and got totally shit blitzed. <laughs> I've been there. One. I've been there. They browned out and everything. Mm. So I was just chilling, you know, watching Gia put her to bed, and I turned on Phantom Menace. Plugged in my, uh, my surround sound. Yeah. Let her rip. I got about halfway through. But then, surprisingly enough, uh, Mrs. Commander and I were out the other day, sat down to have a beverage, and Phantom Menace is playing on the TV in the bar, and it is like right where I left off. So Meant I to watched be. the second half of it. Meant to be. So, yeah. Uh, solidified. As one of my favorite Star Wars movies. I will <laughs> like never, it wasn't before? No, I'm just extra solidified every time I... You know, I'm a little nervous sometimes when you watch it. You're like, oh, man, is it going to slip down? But no, no slippage. It no has slippage. non-stop... You know, for people... People's complaints are like, oh, trade disputes. Like, eh, dude, it starts off with two Jedi landing and their ship exploding and them having to escape to the nearest planet, which is under... Siege. Siege. Yeah. How does that... What? How does that, like... Have plenty, oh, I'm so uh, bored. Yeah. There's plenty of council chamber meetings in the New Hope. Yeah. I like it. The Imperial Center went off to some of those. So, um... Invasion. It was, it was just good to, you know, watch a Star Wars film. Did you... I shared that... I feel like this is, like... Hello? That's much better. I'm just kidding. <laughs> you need more or less. I was going to say more. Now I can hear myself. Yeah, there. Um, did, did you s- watch that little s- video of Jar Jar saying? I shared it to our uh, Tommy Boy and Patrocles. Oh, you refreshed Jar Jar. What did he say? They land on Coruscant and Jar Jar and Anakin are in a speeder. A cup. And they fly off, like literally, they land, they meet Palpatine, and then they, they're in a speeder right then and there, and they're flying off to wherever they're going. And Padme's behind them, and Jar Jar says something along the lines of, like, uh, Padme, you know, she's back there looking hot. 
<laughs> and you're like, wait, what the fuck did you just say? Really? Yeah, let me see if I can find it again. No, I never noticed it. I was like, this has to be a deleted <laughs> scene that... <laughs> Jar Jar's horned up, dude. He's he's prepared. He'd never seen the humans of Naboo. Now he's, you know, getting some strange. He's ready for it. Then he becomes a senator. You know what they're doing in the chambers. Here, I got the audio Of course, can't. Oh, yes, yes. Pretty yes. hot. Like, did Dar Jar Jar just call it Padme hot? Huh. Yeah, I've, I've noticed that before, but for some reason I never thought it was like... Directed at? Like, I... Like, she's hot, dude. I don't know. Maybe they were talking about... Maybe I thought he was talking about, like, Tatooine or some shit. Or Anakin was talking about her tits earlier, and he was like, yeah. Nine-year-olds do <laughs> often talk about that. Yeah. I was nine. <laughs> Before they know what it means, they talk about it. Oh, yeah. And then they know what it means, and then they talk about it. Much more often. No, that's funny. Pretty hot. Jar Jar, there's always something new to uncover, you know what I mean? <laughs> I was uh, bitching and moaning at our friend Steve from Avenger of the 90s. I said, hey, maybe this year we'll finally review Phantom Menace together. Mm-hmm. And he said, no. I got a great idea. Maybe we should review Phantom Menace this year. And I said, that's a great I idea. have an even better idea. Let's do an episode on Phantom Menace. Let's do episode one. We've been talking about this for three years in a row. Hmm. We did CKY, but we never did We never did Phantom Menace. So hopefully soon, you know, May 4th is going to come up on our asses pretty quick, actually. It's like six or seven yeah. weeks away. So I was, uh, I know I told you this weekend, but I was pleasantly surprised. I, I had one of my bosses in uh, recently, and we went over our top fives, um, and he's an OT guy. But he still definitely has appreciation with everything that's new. He yeah. his biggest hate lies in the prequels, um, but he still loves like Rogue One and some of the new stuff. And our top fives were the exact same, except for I had uh, Solo in there and he had Episode Four. But my surprise was he had Episode Three as his second favorite movie, and I was like, Geez. most prequel haters do have Episode Three. It's so good. It's so good. Yeah. He's like, outside of like some random dialogue, it's the best movie. And I was like, whoa. Mm, yeah, I mean, I can see that point of view. There's not really any other Star Wars films that make me tear up. When I'm watching Order 66, when I'm watching Anakin, I hate you. It's like, Jesus, dude. Like, there's so much that happens at the at peak. You and like, show. what do you, what peak? How many peaks does episode three have? It's nonstop. Dude, peak. it starts off with Dooku getting Total beheaded peakage. in front of the Emperor. And you're like, what is happening? It's peak from start to finish. Let me say peak a couple more times. Sparks. <laughs> um, I get teary at Rogue One as well. I watched that when they came back for theaters before Andor came out. Yeah. I was just like sobbing at the end a little bit. Yeah, I, I can feel whole, that. Like you got, because you got sad tragedy of all the main characters dying and then you also just have like you almost get teary-eyed at how epic it is the Death Star visuals and then Vader just shows up and blasts everything and then he's standing on the edge of that broken bridge looking into space as a tan of four flies away and it's like god well it's like so much exhale of emotion like you're watching all these people die and the Death Star's there and Vader's there and everything's going wrong and then right at the end you get a little (gasps) with with uh, Leia, cool. and you're like, oh, my yep. God, that's it. This is it. A little bit of fan service there. 
I'm okay with them putting Leia there. I really wish... I still do wish that they just left her... Zoomed in on her back. Yeah, yeah. Have her face the other direction would have been nice. I feel have, they already kind of went hard with Tarkin being recreated. They didn't right. have to recreate Leia as well. Right. But eh, it doesn't piss me off to the point where I don't, you know, they need to fix it. But it's like, eh, I probably would have. <clears throat> I'm not going to boycott Star Wars or anything. I've already done that. But we do that every week. Um, so obviously, you guys, you know, we're going to be catching up. Uh, we didn't record last week, so we're going to be catching up on the last two yeah. uh, Mando episodes. Episodes two and three. Um, Snoozer and a bruiser. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I don't 100% agree with that, but I, I, I understand you. Um, well, that's good. We can argue about we, it. We got our draft. We're, we're slotted for our draft. It's going to be Pokemon themed. Yeah. Because um, we've been having the itch to play Pokemon again. I rebooted up. Well, I've had my Switch charged and ready to go. I carry I carry it with me when I'm traveling, and I almost never bust it out. And I th- I thought I've just been in such a Pokemon theme, and I'm like, you know what? I put on uh, uh, Indigo League for my kid this week. Yep. I'm like, you know what? Let's just you know background stuff. Yep. So I finally used the um, cradle for the Switch. The what do you, what do you even call that? Oh, like oh the dock. Dock, thank you. It's put on the TV. I've never used my Switch on a TV. Oh, really? Yeah, that's never. That's not why I bought it. I, you know, I have an Xbox. It's plugged into the fucking yeah, TV. Yeah, but it's Nintendo stuff. You're right, but I bought it to travel. I so, know, I know. Um, but this was the first time I threw it up there, and the the controls are a little weird. Uh, at at uh, my Pro controllers fucked. I don't know. I've used it twice, and it just won't oh, charge. It's up. It won't charge. It won't work while it's not plugged in. I left it plugged in all day and thought it'll charge back up. Nothing. As soon as I unplug it, it dies. So I got to get a new one. I don't know. I I, I definitely, there, there's, <clears throat> I have to be in a mood to play the Switch. But when I'm in that mood, almost nothing can touch that. It's like when I'm in a Star Wars mood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Star Wars is fucking it and nothing else fucking matters. Star Wars is fucking it. Um, whether it's Mario, Pokemon stuff, or... I still haven't even played Breath of the Wild, unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, but I have it. Um, Maybe if you got used to it on TV, you would be more likely to play it. Well, that's just, like I could sit there and play my game on TV and then continue that fucking game. Yeah. While as you I'm walk around yeah, the house like, and go take a dump. Well, I'm just saying when I'm traveling, you shit kick. You can do both. That's, you can I know. Or you can travel. You can do either one. That's oh, the beauty of man. the Switch, man. Yeah. No, it's 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 a great system. I know too. what you mean, especially when you're playing a Pokemon game. Obviously, like that's Game Boy generation where it originated. So being handheld just makes more sense. But what I really liked is that you really only need like three buttons in Pokemon. Yeah. So you can just play with put on one. the TV, take one joystick, and like it's the most casual, relaxing yeah. game. You could just lay down on the couch and just like beep boop. Yep, I I was I was kind of fumbling nice. with that. It's really nice because I was pl- I'm playing Let's Go Pikachu, so I have the, the oh, updated good. one. Good. Um, I think I have Eevee, so let's fucking trade and shit. That's all the same Pokemon. Is it? Yeah, you just start. You start with Eevee. I start with Pikachu. I don't know if that's true. I'm I'm wrong. <laughs> well, thanks for admitting what? it. Um, Ch- I'll chat and I'll look. The one part of the gameplay I don't really really enjoy is the you don't battle the pokemon you just launch you don't battle wild pokemon that's i almost like that part of the grind 
like to weaken them and then and then catch them. You don't like that part? I don't hate it. I mean, obviously that's where you spend eighty percent of your time in like the originals. But it did. I can't tell you how many times I've wanted to play the OG, and then I start walking north of Pallet Town and I have to fight forty-seven Pidgeys, yeah. and I'm already kind of getting exhausted. I think the fact that I think there's enough trainer battles that keeps it interesting that catching the wild Pokemon without battling is okay. I think it's, it sounds dumb. I think it's kind of cumbersome to have to like throw, pretend throw the Pokeball every time I want to, I don't know. I know you don't you, have to do the motion every time. Oh, you don't? No. Oh, that's you like press, an added thing. Oh yeah. Then I'll just want to press the button. Yeah. You just, wherever the circle is, you press a at one point and then press it again. At another point. Or something. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I also like the small little details that they added where you can have a tiny Growlithe or a fucking massive Growlithe. Yeah. And all, all their, they added some details along that, which is fun. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's. I remember that game. See, I play Pokemon for the grind. I like leveling up my dudes. I like evolving them. I like choosing the new attacks. I like... I do to a point. Battling. That's, that's the reason I play. I want to... I want to find this Weedle and make it into the most deadly bee drill I've ever seen. That's Correct. that's what I want to do. I think you're right about the Pokedex, by the way. I think they're the same. Um, I agree with you to a point, though. Like I said, the original ones are nostalgic for me, but they're so raw in the mechanics that it was really a grind back then. Well, And the, I've done that grind like 40 times now. The so. very the extremely annoying part of the old ones is when you're walking through a cave and you keep fucking triggering Zubat. 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 And you're like, dude. Zubat. Paris. Zubat. I Zubat. just want to get through this fucking cave. Yes. So I get that. I, that That's nice. Yeah, exactly. But, um... No, like, I, th- I, I feels like they padded it with more um, trainer battles. So, like, you're, you're still battling a really good amount. Yeah. It just removes a bit of the monotony, which I'm okay with. I never thought there was too much monotony in the old one, though, because I felt like every next gym that you had to battle wasn't, like, obnoxiously higher Yeah, level-wise. Like, you play Misty, and she might be level 20 Pokemon. And then you get to Lieutenant Surge, and he might be, like, 28. level 28. Yeah, And it's like, that's that's within reason, because I got to dr- travel there, and I'm, my Pokemon probably going to be around 25 by the time I get there. Yep. So I just need to bump them up a little bit. Yes, sir. Um, no, it's I. I all the ones that I've played are red, fire red, and now Pikachu. So they're all the same fucking game. Exactly. So that's I, the beauty of it. They're I just, am ready to branch out. Uh, oh, not. what's going on, man? I'm not, but I support your desire to do so. Mr. We got Conway Conway and Witch Hunter in the chat. Welcome. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. He says uh, Sword and Shield is great. And he said Scarlet and Violet was all right. Uh, One of our buddies is loving Scarlet. I think Scarlet, yeah, and he's trying to get us into it. I've been arguing with him for like a decade about anything past Gen 1. I mean, whatever. Like, maybe I sound like a shitter and I I sound like an OT fan. You do. But I'm okay with that. Yeah. I've made peace with that. I'm like, I'm but the the idea is, well, does that. it matter? Like that you're b- battling a Toyota Corolla or like a Pidgey? A hundred percent. The game itself still the same. Not for me. The Pokemon themselves and like their aesthetic and their types and evolutions and everything are like the biggest part of it for me. Yeah. So I don't mind it. It's fine. I'm not going to go out here and boycott all the new Pokemon. 
But that doesn't like my brother is 13 years younger than me. His first Pokemon game was I think Gen 3. So for him, those are the original yeah. Pokemon. You know what I mean? I wonder what I, like it just matters what we started with. I wonder what newer newer kids, younger kids, younger guys. They are newer. Are uh how they feel about the first gen. Like are they like classic in a bad Whoa. way? R2. Sorry, R2, your mic fell over, dude. I wonder if they're classic in a bad way. Like, they look back and they're like, oh, these are so plain. And it's like, oh, Pidgey. That's literally just a bird. I guess that's why I liked it, though. Pidgey's a bird. Pidgeotto's a larger bird. A couple steps away from actual animals. Yeah. So. It's okay. Yeah. I'm happy to play the same game, you know, every couple years. Because I'm not, I'm not like, it's not the same experience or vibe as like, Elden Ring. Like, I want to get into Elden Ring, and it's brand new, and I'm seeing everything for the first time. That's a totally different thing. For me, I'm just trying to, like, catch a haunter and tap into my nostalgia yeah. for, you know, a dozen hours or so. Got to get the, the specs. Got to get specs, bro. Specs. Remember the specs? Specs. In the ghost. Specs? I swear to God, it was called the specs. Something specs. Silphscope? Is that what it is? I thought maybe it was a you had to use a, a certain spec to see. Because when you first walk into that haunted tower, just says it's, ghost. it's literally a ghost, and you have to go get some specs or something. No, and it's, then it's called the Sylph Scope from the Sylph Company in Saffron City. Mm-hmm. It lets you see the ghost Pokemon, and then you go back to Lavender Town and catch your haunter. Mm-hmm. Maybe there's something else I'm thinking of. Probably mixing it up. The biggest bummer of it is that Haunter's my favorite, and I can't catch him until about halfway through. Yeah. Not that I mean, not that there's not other great Pokemon to use, but I'm saying. So you it is Pikachu. very. It is that's the one I wish the variety of Pokemon early on changed. I really wish it was random. I mean, it makes sense that you're from this area and that's where Pidgeys and Rattatas live. Like, yeah. okay, but why does it have to be the two weakest fucks <laughs> in the entire game? I don't know, dude. Pidgey, it can get pretty beastly. Yeah, but there you can't catch. Yeah, well, okay. <laughs> there is I have one grievance with this new generate with this the remake. Let's go. Uh Eevee and Pikachu. You can't evolve the one that you start with. Really? Maybe that's what I was thinking when I said we should trade. So like you have Pikachu in yours. Yeah. You cannot evolve him into Raichu. It's just like Ash in the show. That oh, will be Pikachu that forever. Sucks. And I got Eevee because I was like, oh fucking sweet, I'm gonna level him up and do Jolteon. Yeah. They can't. It doesn't work. So you have to catch an Eevee and trade it to me for me to like get those three extra Pokemon. And you then can't I catch have an to... Eevee. You can't catch an Eevee. I don't think so. Weird. Otherwise, I would have already. So, I have a game where I, um, I just got to uh, Mewtwo, and then I just couldn't catch him to save my life. So, this was last time I played like two years ago. So I'm just gonna start over. Do it. I'm gonna go set it up tonight. Charge it up. It's in a box right now, but oh. I'll charge it up. Well, let's do our draft now since we're talking about Pokemon. I'm fine with that. Who do you want to? For who goes first? I am thinking of. You can go first as long as you don't take my dude. I doubt I will. I mean, just don't. <laughs> I don't know who, who your dude is. Oh, Haunter. Yes, you know. Come on, bro. Oh, Come I'm not. On, yeah. Haunter's bro. Haunter's not on my list. Okay, good. Then you. I'm happy to let you go first. As long as I keep my guy. Um, 
My list is probably going to surprise you a little bit. Um, oh, yeah. Except for maybe this first one. I'm going to go Zapdos. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Zapdos, I can't, I can't deny. He's probably the coolest Pokemon to me. I feel that. Yeah, the fact that you have... It was always such a weird one. I mean, he's badass. Just look at him. But the fact that he is strong and weak against himself was always such a mindfuck when you're a little kid. He's he's weak against electricity? He's not. But I'm saying, like, in general, you're trained to be, like, flying is weak against lightning. Oh, yeah. But then he's a lightning flying. Yeah. Is, just the oxymoron. That makes sense. Yeah. It's like a fire water Pokemon. It makes sense that it doesn't make sense. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what's weird. So um, Haunter, obviously, is my my favorite Pokemon of all time. And that's... I can't not pick him first. So we're doing six. Like, we're, we're building a whole crew here. Yeah. It's normally five, but, you know. Um, okay, this is where it kind of goes off the rails a little bit. Uh, I'm actually going to go one of the coolest beasts out there. I'm going to go Nidoking. Hmm. What a fucking going the Giovanni route there. Terrifying huh? savage. I never liked him. Um, and I never liked bothering with freaking Nidoran. Nidoran suck. But then when you get to the end and you face Giovanni, it's like, oh God. Yeah. Fighting a devil yeah. horn thing. Stomp you and poison you and horn drill you and everything. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Um, I'm gonna go for my next one, Alakazam. Fuck, you took mine. Always loved the psychic and the ghost Pokemon, and I got like part nostalgia. I'm part pulling from like who I used to use in the game, and also part pulling from some of my favorite cards from the original deck. And I love the Alakazam. Alakazam. Card. Yeah. yeah. So Haunter and Alakazam so far. Okay. Fuck. Uh, well, I guess I have to go. I'll go Gengar. I'll take Gengar at three. Okay. Yeah, I'm okay with you taking Haunter because I, I like Gengar a little better. I think Haunter looks a little cooler, but dude, I mean Gengar is technically stronger Pokemon, but I will never evolve my Haunter yeah. ever. Yeah, how dare you? Um, Lapras is next on my list. You know that's a solid pick. I've never been a huge Net Lapras fan, but I know they can get super powerful. Yeah, and when you're talking water Pokemon, it's like Blastoise, Lapras. Yeah, let's fuck fuck around. It was always kind of a sleeper, and then I'll tell you actually what changed my mind, funnily enough, is uh, um, Jared, shout out to Jared, got my daughter a Lapras plush. And I was yeah. like, fuck, it's like a turtle... Dinosaur. Dinosaur. Dragon. Loch Ness monster. <laughs> yeah, it's a Loch Ness. That's fucking awesome. And yeah. it's ice and water, it's cool, and you surf on that motherfucker, it's awesome. So, yeah, Lapras is, is awesome. Um, I need some elemental stuff. I got, I got my electricity. I got my ghost. I got my poison grass. They're all elemental. Yeah, it's true. Um, I'm gonna go with Polyrath. I thought you were gonna pick them. Pick him. Her. I've always liked Polyrath. Yeah, dude. Fucking hypnotized. Dude, he's like puncher. a fighting water gun. Like and psychic. He's got a little psychic. Really. I don't remember that. I, I guess so, that makes sense with the, the is hypnotize your bitch ass. Yeah, hypnotize. Yeah, look at my dude. look at my shit. Look at my tits, bro. There's <laughs> <laughs> some tits on there. It's one big maze. Get it? <laughs> um. All right. I got a couple I could pull from here. I'm really torn between. Let me. Get, I'm gonna guess your next one. I have two fire types that I cannot decide between to save my life. I so I'll, I'm gonna I'm gonna break I'm gonna break the mold here by cutting in front of me. No. But let me okay. guess. So two fire types, Charizard. No. Oh, okay. Is it Growlithe or Arcanine? Uh, yeah. 
One is Arcanine and one is Ninetales. Ninetales is another cool one. I so I don't have any fire types, so you're you're clear on both of them. Interesting. I think I'm gonna go. Oh, you don't have like a Moltres? No, I had Zapdos on my list, but you stole him. I think I'm gonna go Ninetales actually. Yeah, Ninetales is cool. I I like Arcanine, the fact that he's a giant dog, but I don't think he was as good in the game as I always hoped that he would be. Yeah. Which is unfortunate. So we'll do that. We got Haunter, Alexan, Lapras, Ninetales. Okay. We are on to four. Uh no. Well, yeah, you got your fourth. So I'm on the fifth. Yeah, sorry. Um now the pronunciation the pronunciation of this one kind of varies, but I'm gonna go Kabutops. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh I wanted I was looking at maybe um Oh my god, my, my mind's going blank. The the flying ancient dragon dude. Oh, Aerodactyl? A- Aerodactyl. That sounded wrong, but yeah, you're right. Aerodactyl. I don't know why that's not clicking in my head. Yeah, I was considering that, but eh. I think Kabutops looks fucking crazy to me. Oh, he's yeah. like an ancient Scyther, and I love Scyther. <laughs> yes, he's so, like a fossil with Baraka hand blades or some shit. Yeah, you can't, awesome. you can't fuck her. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I have a in my remaining little backup on the bench list. I have a lightning, a fighting, a ground, and a dragon type. Ooh. And I'm trying to kind of narrow it down here. Well, I'm going to I'm going to th- don't so, break tradition. I've got a water. <laughs> I don't even know what this one would be. That's crazy. I don't even know what I, I assume a ground and then an electric still in my back pocket. So, yeah, since I don't have an electric at the moment, I'm going to do that and I'm going to go with Raichu. Ooh, he was on my list. Yeah. Raichu, it's funny how much they focus on Pikachu in the series, but... Raichu's a fucking badass. Dude, it's so... <laughs> like, you never th- would think a stupid electric mouse would be cool, but, man, he's savage. And I'm actually going to cut them out because I picked her. Okay. All right. I'm going to switch this it up. It. I'm going to switch it up right at the last second. Okay. And I'm going to hand you... I'm assuming he's on your list. Maybe. I'm going to switch it up and actually hand it to you. I'm going to go Tauros. As my last. Interesting. Um, Tauros, right, Tauros right. was always really cool. He was the one that I was like, is he ground or fighting? He's normal. He's fucking livestock. <laughs> <laughs> He's beef Pokemon. He's beef Pokemon. That's fine with me. You know, and I did actually learn, maybe this played into it. I learned that in the first gen games, Tauros statistically is the strongest Pokemon in red and blue. Really? Yeah. With speed and Just special attack stats. and raw stats. Huh. Just get six Tauros. Yeah. Stampede everything. For real. Dude, how terrifying <laughs> would that be? Um, I, the one I handed you, if you want to use him, was Gyarados. He's he's high up on everybody's list. I like him. It's too easy of a choice, I think. Yeah, that's kind of where I went. And I, you know, patience is a virtue, but I was never fucking around with Magikarp, dude. Screw it. I think I got Gyarados once in all of my playthroughs. Dude, of the but that once. I know. I know. <laughs> You're like, fuck everything. It's Gyarados and Missy. No, that's all you need. <laughs> Um. Oh, dude. Primeape is my last one. I like it. I like it a lot. I I was considering actually. I was considering Nine Tails. I was considering Primeape. Mm-hmm. You know, if I didn't have Polyrath, I probably would have done like a Primeape or even like a Hitmonchan or a Hitmonlee. Yeah, Polyrath covers you on the fighting side. Yeah, that's cool. 
He's literally got boxing gloves. And he can yeah. water gun. So does Hitmonchan. Hitmonchan's got a skirt, too. It's true. <laughs> um, so the two that I had on my bench that I hadn't picked from was Doug Trio yeah. and Viola Plume. I've always that loved Viola Plume. Yep. Wow, we were we were a lot closer than I thought. Uh, Vile Plume was in the back of my head. I didn't even write her down or him down or whatever, but yeah, they they're really high. I, like if you get a strong Vile Plume, dude, you're yeah. unstoppable. He gets another one where there was a card of her in the original set, wasn't there? It was in the jungle set. Uh, okay. And then later on, you could get Erica's Vile Plume, which was the demon that's right, one. That's right. That's right. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Um. Yeah, you have the the Kabutops, and you were thinking about Aerodactyl. I've never had good luck with the fossil Pokemon. Honestly, me neither. In that's game, more I mean. that's more looks. Totally, yeah, yeah. Because there's some like random ones that are still really cool. The ones that I I didn't I thought one of us what might have taken was um, Dragon Ite. Dragonair was on my list. I've always liked Dragon Dratini, Dragonair, Dragonite. Yeah. Dragonite looks kind of dumb because he's just like a fat dragon, but he's also fucking massive. Yeah. He's huge. Well, yeah, um, in the show, he's like Godzilla. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, I always thought Dragonair was pretty cool, but Lapras is similar. So So the, the biggest surprise here is no one took Mew or Mewtwo. If that's like... Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. That's why I didn't take him. We're going to play Star Wars. Who you want to be? Oh, Emperor Palpatine. <laughs> exactly. Somehow Palpatine returned. Somehow I've won the game. Uh, yeah, no, I agree. But no, I, yeah, I get you. I mean, Mewtwo is cool, but yeah, I like more interesting Pokemon. Like if if you would have said like Chansey, I would have laughed and then been like, <laughs> no. But still, like I get it. No, Chansey and Clefable and Jigglypuff—they can all get fucked. So the ones that I've always really liked that, like I've I've considered, uh, dude. It sounds dumb, but like a fucking badass Kingler. Yeah, Kingler's cool. Devil Crab, Cloister, Goldock, and Golbat were yes. Also, Marowak, Marowak is always awesome. Golem, dude. There's some massive stuff out there. Golduck, you're right. Golduck is terrifying. There's not a lot of bad Pokemon in the first set. Yeah, Chansey is like pointless. It's a nurse, and then you have like Porygon and Ditto. Sand Slash is a fucking And I don't like do. the fucking ostriches or yeah, Execute. Those are, the ostriches are, are lazy. And Execute and Execute are, are stupid, but everyone else in the whole first batch is so Dude, good. Dude, I'd go to battle with a fucking Clefable. I don't care. <laughs> okay. Not interested. Honestly, all the bird ones kind of piss me off. Like this, Pidgey's fine, but it is basic as fuck. And then you're like, oh, wait, wait a second. Spiro, it's, it's a Pidgey with angry eyes. And you're like, yeah. Dude, chill out. They're two. There are. Yeah, they're two. How does one have Peck and one not? Shut the fuck up. Gust versus Peck. You know what's also amazing about our list? No one picked Charizard, Venusaur, Blastoise. I thought about those. Basic again. Yeah, I think my. Like, when I was a young man. (laughs) I. (laughs) Young man. I would keep my starter Pokemon all through the whole game. And as I go, as I replay it, I'm just trying to get a couple more here and there. Like, I have a couple hold steadies. Like, I almost always have a primate and a haunter. And everything else, you know, eh, let's see what I come across. I kind of make it up. Um, Snorlax was one that I was thinking about, too. I always liked Snorlax. Yeah, I like him, too, but still. Yeah. Yeah. 
All right. Star if, you, Starmies. If, if I were of... to pick one of the Chars, it would actually be Charmeleon. War I always thought Charmeleon, like, he's like a teenager Charizard. That's what all of them. Wartortle. Charmeleon. Well, obviously, yeah, but he, is, uh, in particular, kind of looked like like teenager Groot, kind of. He gave me that vibe. Yeah. Although he would set his ass on fire. Good list, man. Now what we got to do. A champ. Write this down, and we have to get all of these Pokemon. Battle. Let's go, and then we have to duel each other. I don't think we can duel, See, actually. See, so this might be the saving grace if, like, we yeah. all bought Scarlet and Violet. If we all went to battle, you would have no fucking idea the six Pokemon I'd be walking into battle with. And True. I feel like that would be so fun. Yeah. Like, I'd I, th- be going I blind throw sure. out a fucking space machine, and then you're like, uh-huh, here's a fucking building. Okay. <laughs> You got a billboard. You got a billboard, Pokemon. Can you battle in the new ones? I, I assume. assume so, yeah. And then you can trade, so. It'd be fun. Yeah, maybe one of these days. We'll see when my daughter's old enough to play. I'm maybe we'll probably be on Gen 13 by then. And she'll play Pokemon, and maybe I'll get into it. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, but I'm going to maybe keep this list and try to nab these guys in the game for real, for real. <laughs> my memory's... Making you cough? Is it is Tentac... Cruel, the big one, or the first one? The big one. What's the first one? Tent- cool. Tentacool. Tentacool and Tentacruel. That's why I was mixing it up. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Tentacruel's, well, at least that one, it's attacking that city. It's a fucking Kraken. Dude. Oyster <laughs> <thing>. Exactly. <laughs> that one in that episode is like, whoa, can I catch that? <laughs> I'm still thinking about, you said Dragonite's just a fat dragon. He is. He does. He looks like a nice dragon in like a children's... Dumb fairy tale. Yeah, something from Eureka's Castle or something. Yes, he's the big bird of dragons. Oh, oh. <laughs> like somewhere between Gyarados and fucking <laughs> what? What? What's the purple dinosaur from our childhood? Barney. Bar- <laughs> Barney. <laughs> yes, that is. Yes. He like he's a dragon, not, does but does not look like smog at all. <laughs> Oh, oh, man. That's funny. That's funny. Well, um, hit us up in a WhatsApp group with your list. What do you guys want to pick on your fucking roster? I'm sure we do this like twice a year. Yeah. What's your six Pokemon? But, you know, if you're in the chat, I want to know. Hit us up. Yeah, meow, meow. Ooh. Uh, I watched Uncut Gems this week. Have you ever seen that? I, I you, thought we talked about it. I thought you said you didn't really like it. I didn't. I really liked it. It had like a very like 80s grimy crime syndicate vibe, especially with the score. It was very Scarface-y yeah. score, which yeah. was kind of off-putting, but I was all in on Adam Sandler. I thought this is that's him. Fantastic performance, absolutely. I'm not going to knock that or the quality of the movie. I just think it some maybe I was in the the wrong mood. And it's so stressful the whole time. Yeah. And I'm just like, oh, no. It's like there's this always like a scene in a movie where the main character is about to do something stupid and you're like dreading it. But that's the whole movie. That's the whole movie. Yeah, he's so constantly. I was just a little anxiety ridden. <laughs> no, that's you're right. And I didn't like I say I watched it. I was in and out a little bit, but it's good, uh, it's good for your mental health to not watch it. I, I caught like a good like a the first 45 minutes straight and yeah. I was watching and I was like dude he's going over here making a bad deal going over here with that money making a bad deal and then betting this deal and then you're like dude 
when are you gonna chill the fuck out, bro? Dude. Oh, I'll, today I got thrown into the back of a car and beat the shit out of. Maybe I'll just make another deal again. Fuck it. Like, you're like, dude. Yeah. He never. Yeah. Yeah, Marty people McFly. Live, people live like that. Yeah. What, um, how does it end? Isn't it like a really. I, that's where I, I, I did zone out. Shitty ending. Also, it was on. It was during March Madness, so I was like flipping between that oh, and some games. So. You didn't watch it. I watched about an hour and a half of the two-hour movie. I'm too. But I enjoyed it. I I get what you're saying. It was very like. Yeah. There was no downtime. You're like no, right, exactly. <gasps> right. Um. Yeah, it was like a, a blast beat the whole time. I mean, I wouldn't say no to watching it again. Um. Since we last recorded, the Oscars happened. And I don't usually watch award shows, but no, what up? It what? froze there. Is that, we're good. We're good. Um, I don't really watch award shows, but uh, it just happened to be on, and I was just, you know, scrolling during the commercials and then tuning in a little bit. Um, I feel like I want to watch all of the movies that were nominated. Wow, that was wet. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you something right now. I don't give a flying fuck about any of those awards. The Tonys, the Oscars, the fucking Medusas. I don't give a shit about any of them. <laughs> I seriously... The I, Garys. It, it's crazy because... The like, Jimmys. If a metal band got a... Uh, what do they call them? Grammy. For Grammy? Me, for music. BTM got nominated one year. I would be happy, but at the same time, I feel like they're not doing it because of the music. They're doing it to honor metal for uh, off-hand I mean, reason. definitely like a whole to-do. I hate it. It's like to it's, me, it's 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 like not legitimate. It's never legitimate. Like what should be winning, what's the best stuff going out, is never gonna be top. It's what's most popular at the time. That's interesting because I usually feel that way, and I usually don't watch them, and I just catch the recap afterwards. And yeah. Will Smith slaps somebody. No slappings this year. That was good. At least I don't know. I it was it's too long, dude. It's like it's like an hour pre-show. It's and a then bunch it's of artists. Long. It's a bunch of artists. Patting each other on the back, yes. giving each other awards when uh, uh, there's other artists busting ass out there. Go ahead, I'm sorry. I, okay. I get, I, I do not like that shit at all. I agree with you in almost every case. Um, honorable mention to the Nickelodeon Kids Choice Awards; those were always awesome. Yeah, um, and usually that is how it is. But I feel like out of all the nominations that were going on all night, two of them were independent. Studios, like A24 Studios, The Whale with Brendan Fraser. And did you ever see that Everything Everywhere All at Once? No. So good. And then there was a new war movie, All Quiet on the Western Front, which is a German film in German. Okay. And then there was an Irish film. So I feel like it wasn't like Marvel and Lord of the Rings and stuff. There was a pretty wide range. And Avatar obviously won like best effects that everyone expected. Probably because it has the best effects. It does. But it was just interesting the um, the combo of films that were up there. I guess it wasn't typically what I expected. Still, and then Spielberg had a movie up there, whatever. John Williams was chilling out at ninety-one years old. Still, how I feel, yeah, is they put those other films in because they wanted to break the mold. Maybe we've got to bring we've got to bring something else in. We've got to nominate something different. Why? Because we want to be different, not because it's good or we want to honor. I don't. Know, I feel like there's uh, there's always like a, a string to something else. Maybe like we're it's a great movie. Well, hell yeah, but you know, but well, 
or like Brendan Fraser has been at the top of everybody's fucking news story. Yeah. And I feel like they might have just wanted to honor him because he's at the top of the fuck. Like, I'm sure the movie is great. I'm sure he, he does his, his job really well. And I do want to honor him because I do think he's actually a, a uh, authentic person. Yeah, he's had a whole roller coaster. But too. I feel like they wanted to do that to pat themselves on the back. Hey, look what we did for him. Hey. Yeah. Because he's at the top. They want those fucking clicks and they want Because all he's uh, trending. Yeah. No, that's you're right. They they made his movie win. Yeah. I, I mean, but I at can the same but at the same that. time, I'm glad he's getting it. Because it means something to him. Yes. And so I'm happy for him. The supporting actor in Everything Everywhere All at Once is the little boy from Indiana Jones. Yeah. And he won Best Supporting Actor. And he was like... Data from the, uh, Goonies. The best day of his life. Yeah. And he was on Cloud Nine and he was like crying and made this whole speech. But, and like, but and in the back of my head again, they know it's going to mean so fucking much and we're going to get a crazy reaction out of him. So let's honor him. Well, not always. I mean, they still gave Avatar I Best know, Special Effects. I know. No one cares about Avatar. Yeah. Uh, Black Panther actually won Best Costume. I started the, uh, the Black for, uh, Wakanda Forever. Yeah. Don't say anything. I haven't started it yet. And I, I, I really can't. I have no stance. I watched like the first half hour of it, and then I had to move on to something else. So yeah, um, it seemed fine. But I am, I'm, I'm, I'm excited to kind of dig in a little more. Yeah, yeah, it's on the list. We ended up uh, watching Godfather because I, because <laughs> I, I just finished the book uh, like a month ago, so it was fresh. So I kind of wanted to rewatch it. And it's, oh, dude, 70s, you know. Movies have gotten a lot better. We'll just say that. Yeah. I, I respect old films, and obviously I know it's a classic. And the performances are great. Like, you can't knock that whatsoever. But when you're used to new movies and you can go back and it's 1971 and you watch, like, the some of the special effects and the sound design. Sound design's probably the worst. Dude, like there it's... was a scene where Sonny was beating the shit out of this guy. And the sound effects were, like... Like he's bashing him with a trash can, and the sound effects are like punch, punch. Like the light, I could not even. I didn't even think there were sound effects on. There's it. just a guy saying punch, 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 punch. <laughs> so it's just wacky, and the whole Marlon Brando with the jaw. I never. I don't understand why he did that. Um, I don't know. I don't want to shit on that. You don't like, like Marlon Brando? I don't. In, in, I don't dislike him. I just don't understand the character choice of like the jaw and the. That's the that's the character. That's he's got fucked up jaw, right? No. What do you mean no? I just finished reading the book. So I swear there's nothing about. That's just that's how he like, talks. The Don is like the he's the leader, but he's old and his jaw's fucked up and he can't talk. It's like he's a commanding presence and he's a fucking savage. So you wanted more of like a the father in succession. No, I was just surprised at the choice. Like I said, I don't hate it. Obviously, it's a classic. Like that's one that's, of the main things that anyone references from any movie in history. Yeah. I'm just more questioning because I've never heard anyone bitch about Marlon Brando in that. Well, I was just like, surprised about everything else, but it was a surprising choice because I watched them all like four, four years ago, or whatever. Yeah, and I was like, that was just part of it. Yeah, it's cool. And I'm and I'm not saying so. You're upset because it didn't match the book. Well, I'm not saying I'm, I, that it's bad. I'm curious as to why that was a character choice. I think it was Marlon's yeah. choice. No, yeah, he, he walked just... in with cotton balls in his mouth, and he was like marbling on purpose. Marbling. Maybe that's warbling. I don't know. what I'm trying to say Ma- mumbling. I'm not a filmer. 
I'm not a film expert. Film. I'm not am. a film expert. And you, you're an Academy Award expert. But I don't like awards, so <laughs> I denied it. Anyways, all that to say, <laughs> a lot em. of the nominees Fuck look Marlon Brando. good. Marlon Brando sucks. Overrated. <laughs> and I want to watch The Whale and uh, All Quiet on the Western Front and Banshees of Inisherin. Yeah. What? What? You're right with the the. I know I just bitch about the awards, but it is a good opportunity to like put random stuff out there in front of me. And the one example was uh, Parasite. Like I would would have never heard oh, of Parasite. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And since it won an award, I was like, oh, it's on fucking Netflix. Let's watch it. I and it was one of the craziest yeah. movies. It's great, man. It's intense. Like it doesn't watch intensely. Like it's not like on the edge of your seat. Is it? It's not a scary movie, is it? Because mm, I couldn't tell. Uh, I couldn't tell from like the, uh, the cover art uh, and stuff. It's 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 almost like you can't categorize it. Like it's 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 goofy and witty at the beginning, and it takes a dark turn, but then you start feeling like it's ah. Uh, that's why I I don't even I can't even explain it. I loved it. I really did. I've only seen it once. I haven't seen it yet, but. It does. It's like, hard to watch a full movie, man. I'm gonna play Pokemon instead. It like sets itself up to be one thing, and then it just goes blop. Nope, we're doing this, and yeah. you're like, what? That's how everything everywhere all at once is. But in a theme wise, not like in a, even a story turn. Like things happen, obviously, and, and yeah. the, the, but it's yeah. it's almost like the theme changes. Like you're watching a family movie, and they're they're kind of just like a poor family, and then something happens, and you're like. Wow, that what? sounds exactly like everything ever all. What the fuck is happening? That yeah. sounds exactly the same. It's there's yeah, there's some twists and turns as That's movies weird. do. It's not a thriller at all. It's more like a weird martial arts special effects fiasco. Oh, uh, okay. It's hard to explain. Mm. But anyways. Don't uh, explain it. Star Wars was not nominated for anything. Good. It shouldn't have been. What the fuck happened last year? Oh yeah, yeah, sorry. I'm thinking of I mix the, the TV shows and the movies up sometimes. They're different things. There's more award shows than I thought is what I'm trying to say. Is there an awards an award for strictly series? Is, is that what you're saying? I think uh, I think that's the Emmys is all the, is all the TV shows. Okay. Oscars is movies. Grammys is music. Tony's is musical theater, or Broadway, whatever. Travis is gonna kill me. Um, Golden Globes. I don't know what those are. Also TV. Boxing. But different TV. Boxing. Golden, golden, golden gloves. No, man. Ah. Anyways. Yeah. Okay. Mando. Mando. We've arrived. So, as a recap of our feelings about the first episode, what the fuck was that? Set up Snooze Fest. <laughs> snooze Fest, yes. It was a I was re-listening to the episode last week, and as we were... Trying re- not to... Revolting them. about some of the things, I just couldn't help but think how horrendously stupid the IG what happened to our camera <laughs> shit well I'm still recording audio so if you're listening to this then I don't know the YouTube cut out or something battery's charged right let me take a quick peek Mopar entertain the ingrates hey guys <laughs> what the fuck uh, I assume you can still hear us if you're live but it's just yeah witch hunter oh the battery's Dead, even though it was plugged in and charging. Something must be disconnected. All right. Well, 
I'll put the screensaver on, and we're just going to do audio for the rest of this. Ugh, no buckets. Um, so, yeah. Fuse fest. The IG-11 thing is the dumbest, most pointless, pointless idea. I agree. So, I agree. And, I'm, and I'm saying that because it's going to roll into the start of episode two. When he goes to Tatooine to get his droid and Peli says, you're never going to find one of those. Even the Jawas can't find one, blah, blah, blah. Here is this famous astromech from a New Hope. You should take that one. Was it? Yeah. Oh, it was R5? It was the one that has the bad motivator. R5, yeah. So, I don't know why it would, in, the, in, in the moment I thought R4, but that R4 is Obi-Wan's. Yeah. And when she said R5, I thought, oh, okay. I thought it was one thing. Uh, okay. It, I was just mixed up. Go ahead. Sorry. It's okay. And I don't know. It's like, here's this famous droid that there's a new version of, and it's IG, and I reprogrammed, blah, 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 and and he's self-destructed because it's part of his protocol that if he's going to lose, he needs to self-destruct so that nobody can, like, take his parts and learn how to rebuild him. But they rebuilt him into a statue, and then he's going to get his memory chip, and he's like, we can't. He's like, I have to have the IG. I have to have this one. And then it has to be the same 20 one. 20 minutes later, he's like, she's all right. He's like, no, here's the R5. Oh, okay. He needed it for his fucking. You got to take T4 <laughs> and Kotor, man, just to open that door. And then you throw him aside, man. True. You're done. True. Um, so I hate to like narrow out a very, very specific thing. But you literally just set that up. It just and doesn't then, make any sense. Yeah. Like, what was the point of that? You could have went with episode one. Not mention like look at the statue. Oh, cool IG, and then move on, and then still go get a droid from Pelly, and it would be the same thing. Anyway, sorry, I didn't mean to. How do you, are you still massively annoyed by Pelly? Or- I despise that character. I just don't think she fits. Like she's there for a for a viewer's purpose only. She's not there to build around the story. She's not there to add anything. She's there just to be a fucking goofball. Yep, and fuck Jawas for for comedic Dude, relief. She is getting freaky with those Jawas. And you're like, too. how is uh, she going to play that? Like, if you added anything and you were just a goofy person on Tatooine, fine. But she, it was like, it's yeah. clearly she's put in there to like make us feel something, and it just doesn't work. She's <laughs> irritated, not, is what I feel. Ah, here we are. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I, yeah. she's, she's, she's like on that border, like. I get it, but no. I abso- absolutely no. But I gear the idea might have been some nah. fuck fucker. I don't like her. Nope. Kill her off. She should have died in Boba Fett. And even Cara Dune, like I never I never thought her acting was like per like precision. But the character made sense. And why she was rolled up with Mando in the first place. That all fit and made sense. Pelly just feels forced. You're right. Go ahead. Oh, we so. don't have to bitch about her more. You're right. I'm glad you asked. I want someone to challenge us and be like, no, Pelly's there for this. Pelly's hilarious, dude. No, she's not. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> I think you feel worse off with ep- the second episode than I do. I, I thought I it did. was a... I th- if, if the second episode was the first episode, I feel like it would have been a decent launching point because we would have been finally on Mandalore. We got to see the fucking yep. Mythosaur. Yeah, we, he does. It's like, oh, he got in trouble. Oh, dude, that devil robot. What did you think about that devil robot that took? Yeah, like the freaking little 
miniature Grievous thing. I when I when I first saw it, I was like, "What the fuck?" And I was like, "Okay, whoa, whoa, let me just take a step back." Cause like there's robots, there's robots, there's droids everywhere. We had to deal with Grievous and be like, oh, that's fucking awesome. So yeah. I'm like, okay, fine. An abandoned entire world. Yeah. And there's a little droid that's just trying to live, and he gets to that point where he's like, oh, I just fucking built a tank around me, and like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, fine. It's cool. And the action around it, I was like, dude, this is actually pretty fucking cool. He whips out the dark saber. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, oh fuck, here we go. Something, something's actually happening. Go yeah. ahead. Sorry. No, it's okay. I mean, we're both talking about the same episode, so it's fine. Nah, it. Um, that was a cool little thing. It looked a little. The vibe of it felt a little more like aliens or something. That's kind of why I liked it. Yeah, I didn't hate it. I did. It not was hate less it. Star Wars. Right. Which, Which I was like, oh, finally, like. And it's wrapped around enough Star Wars stuff. That's okay. I did not like. The, the fucking Gamorian before yeah. that he gets jumped by. They looked like something out of Elden Ring. Honestly. Why are they there? Because he <laughs> needs to get attacked while he's walking down a hallway exactly. explaining the plot. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, I feel like it's just weird. That was a big uh, complaint about the prequels. It's like, oh, it's just people walking down hallways and explaining things. And I feel like that's all of what episode two was. It's like they're just walking down this mine shaft and talking about the plot. It's also a bit of a stretch that Grogu's in the middle of this fight and then just floats away, finds, goes back to the fucking Dude, castle. I was cracking the fuck up. It looked like he was an old man in like a hover round, just zooming through. <laughs> yeah. I just, that's the first thing I thought of. Don't underestimate him. I know. It's not like he's. Don't forget though. Bo-Katan is on one of the moons of Mandalore, I'm pretty sure. But so yes, it's not so she's close. Far-fetched. She's close. He's not going to hyperspace or anything. It's in the same system. Yeah, yeah. Um, she's the one thing out of the the second episode I was like, dude, she's a fucking savage. Yeah, dude. Not only does she save him, see the mythosaur, I thought but she her was... ship is one of the coolest ships I've ever seen. Yeah, yeah. I love that ship. I love her attitude because she's questioning everything. She's been through shit. You can feel it. She walks into something. She's like, well, yeah, you got attacked. The fucking things are right there. Boom, boom. There they are. Like, do you have your eyes open, Mando? What the yeah. fuck are you doing? Like, oh, she's my God. got that begrudging thing where she's like, none of this makes sense. The religion's stupid. All my people left me. Everything's fucked. But then, like, I'm not going to let this guy die. She jumps in, has to save him, and then on the process He's of never that, done me wrong, even though, like, I don't believe in what he's doing. Like, right. the he's dude's like, fine. Yeah, exactly. He's an honorable man. He's honorable, at least. But then, yeah, in just trying to save his ass, she's like, oh, yeah, maybe everything's not fucked. Like I thought it was. Give yeah. That, give me that Darksaber, baby. Yeah. Yeah, that was cool. That was, Bo-Katan was the only good part of episode two, in my opinion. I like that droid thing. I have to rewatch it, but I, the droid thing's fine. The Mythosaur? What? Sorry, I mean, like, character doing something. I thought the... Uh, Obviously, the Mythosaur was cool. The adventure... Aspect of like refinding Mandalore, seeing the city, and I know some of the really, really deep Star Wars fans were like, "Oh yeah, yeah, that's that's part of the city from the Clone Wars and all this shit." Yeah, I didn't recognize anything. Yeah, that's out of my memory now. But the fact that it's there's nice, um, and I feel yeah. like that would be badass if I did recognize shit and be like, "Oh my god, shit's blown the fuck up! Look mm -hmm. at that." Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I just. 
I was fine with. I, I was much happier with the second episode than the first. I didn't feel like it was a complete waste of time. He got somewhere. He did something. He got trapped. He finally got to his destination of the the, so, yeah. the living waters, which I think is a really cool. The living waters might might bring a little more than we expect. Yeah, we see in episode three that it is not well, just and a the puddle. F- the fact that the living waters contain uh, the living mythosaur. <laughs> Goddamn. The living myth. Is there only one then? Probably banging down there. See, but so this is what the, this. These are the seeds that have been planted that I feel like are obviously going to be. That are. I mean, it's going to end up. Someone's going to ride the fucking thing. We know that. Yeah, we saw Boba Fett. It's just like a it. terrible copy and paste of. Okay, in the second episode of Boba Fett, we've got to put a rancor so he can ride the rancor later in the show. And you're like, dude. You're going to wake your kid up with that reaction. But they, it's like. But that's how I feel. I agree with you. It's that's a copy and paste of that. I feel like that's exactly why they put him there. That's how I felt the whole time I was watching that. Yeah. I'm sorry to say, but. Now, do I want to see a Mandalorian ride a Mythosaur? Sure. Yeah. But that's seriously how excited I am for it now. Because it's like, yeah, I know what's going to happen. It's not a surprise. The surprise was seeing the Mythosaur, but now now that we've seen it, we know where it's going. Yeah. Yeah, the fan service, there's such a fine line. All right, I mean, This is pretty much all we talk about when it comes to Kenobi and Mando. Is like, it can be done tastefully. Or it can be made to feel like a video game. Where you unlock an achievement and the achievement is fan service. <laughs> That's what no, you're right. Yeah. You're like, okay, you sat through this episode and here's the Mythosar. Good job. Yep. I I agree. I again I feel like it was a step forward. The first one had nothing to do with anything. I think they could have combined episodes one and two into like an hour and ten minute opening premiere. To end on Mandalore. And that would have been if they could have edited it differently, made it a little faster paced, those should have been one episode. This is so. This is what I because I, you're right. You're Rick right. Bar's doing the Italian, but I'm 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 putting these episodes together in my mind. So he goes to the fucking Mando cult. Ah, you're not one of us. You take your helmet off. Yeah, now we're kind of phasing. So he goes to Bo Katan, says, "Hey, tell me anything about Mandalore. I'm going there." Well, this is this, and this is this. Fine. He gets the Mandalore with a robot that maybe Bo-Katan gives him that we don't have to fucking go to Tatooine. First of all, he went way the fuck out of his way. How long does this shit take? You're him, in dude? you're in the Mandalore system. If you're on you're at Bo-Katan's place, dude, 25-minute drive, you're on Mandalore, but instead you went to fucking Tatooine for an R5. Yeah, dude. That's like I gotta get groceries. I'm gonna go to LA. But the first, so the first episode, cult done. You're not one of us, Bo-Katan. Whatever, you the the living waters are below this place. Here's a droid. Good luck. Don't die. Yeah. Lands, gets captured. End of episode. Yeah. You're like, oh shit. What the fuck was that? There we, we go. We start off with Grogu getting away, going to Bo-Katan, getting his ass saved, seeing the Mythosaur. Yep. But you could stretch that out a little more. We totally could. And make that the second episode. The end of the second episode is him seeing them seeing the mythosaur. Yeah. 
You could you could definitely. So the other thing I did like was I don't know why I pointed at you like that. Maybe I should re-edit the. The, the other thing that I did like was the historic lore dropping when they were getting into the the living waters area, and she's like, "Oh yeah, see the original Mandalore, his scriptures or his books right there, yep. his eyeglasses right over there. He couldn't see." And she thought thought it was bullshit for sure. Yeah. Like, that's a, a plaque, apparently, by the first Mandalore that, oh, the fucking Mythosaur and the Darksaber. It's all bullshit. And then she sees the thing. She's like, Shit. what does that plaque say? <laughs> what's the seat date? <laughs> <laughs> let, me, let me double check this fucking Mandalore historical marker. Yeah. Now, episode two allowed us to get to episode three. And for that, I will say thank you. You talk about episode three first, and then I, I'll, I'll tell you how I felt. Go ahead. We got flipped reactions, I think. It's funny. I only have one complaint about episode three, and I'll s- say that... I'll say that after I say this. The opening... What was the opening? I don't... Um, They get oh, out of the mines, and then they're getting God. raided by interceptors. Yes! The fucking dogfight was incredible. Dude! That was some of the coolest flying dogfighting I've seen in a long time. It felt like it felt like the series started. Yeah. Oh, shit, we're under attack. They bombed my fucking castle? Like, that should have been the opening of episode two. As the, you said. The kinda, bombing yeah, of the yeah. castle was brutal. I didn't think they were going to go that far. And we still don't know exactly who that was, right? I'm assuming it's the remnants of... Because everybody keeps saying the First Order... Or not the First Order. The New Republic, you know, is getting started. Do you yeah, support yeah. that and all this shit? But clearly on the Outer Rim, remnants of the Empire are fucking shit up still. Well, what I... Go ahead. What someone said in the review that I was watching was... I think Bo-Katan even says, like, who in the Imperial Remnant would have a that big of a fleet? Yeah. Fucking Thrawn. Make I moves. mean, if Gideon is in, well, I think maybe they mentioned Gideon escaped or something. Yeah, maybe who who's Gideon's boss? Thrawn. Yeah, for sure. If it's not Thrawn, then that's probably him with that fucking armada fucking coming to bomb Bo-Katan. Prince Shizor. Yeah, that was savage, dude. That was savage. I that's just, just like felt like something. Wound, man. Something finally happened. Yeah, we've watched two full seasons of Mando. Oh, stuff happened. Come on. You mean two episodes? What? Or two seasons? No, two seasons. What what really, really happened? You blew up like We some... met Baby Yoda, and sure, he's on his sure. journey to become sure. a Mandalorian. You're, you're right. Yeah. But ma- that still doesn't change anything. Well, what Finding I would like them to much. remember is that is the core of the story, and they keep forgetting that. They keep just artificially creating scenarios for Baby Yoda to use the Force and then zip away in his little hover round. I mean, Dark Troopers stole Baby Yoda. Right. Brought him to the ship. None of that mattered because Luke showed up. Moff Gideon and all the cloning stuff. I guess in my historical brain, the bombing of a place is much more heavy than like stealing a child. That yeah, sounds that sounds ridiculous, but in Yoda. the grand scheme of things, like Yeah. I wouldn't say that nothing happened in seasons one and two. That's not what I meant. I'm just saying the bombing, like the bombing of Camino, was one of the most epic things I've ever seen, and we got to see that at the end of Bad Batch. But that was like the end of an era. They are wiping history away. Well, it's, now we're but we're starting an era here. You're right. We're moving into New Republic era. So they're but doing Thrawn a lot of, it. They're doing a lot of creation stuff instead of like recapping stuff. So I'm okay with it. But it, it was it was brutal. Perfect consequences. That's what we need. But that's. 
That's where I was going with it. Yes. We haven't really had any consequences right. in the first two seasons. Yeah. We've we've had IG Eleven blow up. He blows himself up. Fucker. I hate him. Kuil dies. Part of his protocol. Kuil dies. This is the biggest consequence. The big the consequence, got canceled. The consequence was supposed to be Mando loves his son enough to let him go train as a Jedi. But they undid that in a different show. I can't. I'm sorry, <laughs> guys. I'm sorry. I listened to last t- last episode, and I know I complained about it then. I, I'll keep this time short. I can't let it go. It makes no sense. It's like you finish A New Hope, and you come back, and Han Solo's dead, and Luke Skywalker is in charge of the Rebellion. What the fuck happened? That's what it would feel like. It makes no sense whatsoever. Anyways. Yeah. It was supposed to be a consequence, and now it's not a consequence. I feel like there haven't been consequences. And that's the weird trick is, like, I'm happy that Grogu is still there. I'm happy that he decided to be a Mandalorian instead of a Jedi. Sure. That's a really cool twist. Yeah. But it didn't happen in the in his show. It's just weird. Like, like season three could have all been many scenes of Grogu training and Mando... Mando on his own, still doing bounty hunter stuff, like missing him and like angsty because he doesn't have his kid. And then they get reunited by the end. Yeah, I guess the only, everything's kind of been like personal consequences. Like I have the dark saber now. That means this to these people, and it's like, oh, okay, but that's still like you have it. You could lose it to someone else. When like it's eh. yeah, but blowing up a temple is like. That forces someone's hand. Now Bo-Katan's going back to the fucking cult. Yes, exactly. And you're like, all right, well, this is going to... Decis- decisions were made outside of everybody involved. Yep. yep. Like, we were... Was it a personal attack? Was it an attack on Mandalorians? Was it an attack on her family? Was it just an attack on Mando? Was it an attack to try to kill Grogu? Yeah, sometimes Imperials like to be dicks. Like, I... I, I How uh, did they know? Were they tracking him? Yeah. A lot of potential. Who's this motherfucker? What are you talking about, buddy? What are you doing right here? Watch your commentary for The Phantom Menace, and both of you said it was horrible at the end, and it was your least favorite. Now you say you love it. (laughs) Yes. I had a phase where I hated the prequels, and that's when we did those commentaries. Mm. So we should probably redo them. No. Leave it it dog shit. Dude has spikes. Darth Maul has spikes on his head. That's the dumbest thing. (laughs) I've ever seen <laughs> two lightsabers. <laughs> two lightsabers. No, I think it's funny. I mean, those were shit, dude. We recorded that seven years ago. It's one of those notorious. Yeah, because that's didn't we start with episode one? No, we started with four. But oh, I'm saying right. we did all that at my first apartment where we started the show. Yeah. So that was like 2015. Yeah. I had a little. I talked about this on the show. I mean, it's been nine years. You now. had an awakening. We've been different people. <laughs> Across nine years. But yeah, I had like a year period where I hated the prequels. Mm. But I'm gladly I'm over that now. But thanks for calling me out on that. I like I need that. Everyone needs that once in a while. Mando needs to be called on his shit. Filoni, you need to be called on your shit sometimes too. I'm looking at the camera as if it's on, but it's not. <laughs> We're talking to nobody. Um, all right, anyway. Talking to Gengars over so here. So all the Mando stuff in three was was awesome. Um the dogfight was great. The bombing it was tragic. It sucked. Yeah. Drove Bo Katan back into Kind of a frenzy with the cult people of oh, Mandalorians. Yeah. With arms wide open. <laughs> and then we circle all the way back at the end of the episode. And they come back. Din is giving the living waters. 
everyone's a little hesitant, like, yeah, it's bullshit. You didn't go there. It's poison, blah, blah, blah. And then the armor's doing her thing. This is the way. Dude, I'm so sick of her. It's the laziest. I'm so sick of her. Why does everybody else it listen was, to it her? It was really cool in the first season and a half. Yeah. But it's just getting old. Um, anyways, they're all good. She pours the living waters into her forge, and they does like some weird sparkling it twinkles it tinkles like beskar or something i don't know i don't know but it's this, magic it's this magic. is mythosaur piss it's not water it's <laughs> living waters it's just mythosaur piss you found it mythosaur came in this water and that's what we use to make our weapons you calm down what um so that was all great and then is this dinosaur come <laughs> Is this what you brought me? You totally. Said, you want back in our club because you dropped, you brought us jizz. What do you think they put in the dark saber? Jizz is goo. Don't crack the hilt open; it's gonna leak. Jesus. <laughs> All right. I uh, I like that Bo has kept her helmet on since she went to rescue Din. That, that was an obvious thing to me. Yes, but the fact that we can, the fact that we can get some emotion and know what she's feeling by a nice little slow zoom in on her, even though it's just her helmet. Very tasteful yeah. because we saw what led up to that, and she has some consequences, and now she's rethinking. Isn't everything. that funny how we we view emotion from a Mandalorian sta- uh, standpoint? Is how the camera reacts to him. Yeah. Like if you slowly zoom the in, the camera is telling us how to feel about it. Yeah. Yeah. If you're slowly zooming in, it's probably an intense feeling. It's probably borderline anger. Yeah. Or if it's a sharp head turn, uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> All the Mando stuff was good. What do you think about um, our homeboy? All of a sudden, we're in fucking Andor. Yeah, that's how I felt. Yes. As soon as we got to the scientists, I was like, "Oh, how about we open on the opera house?" Fuck yeah. Yeah. That was badass. I, I, it just all of a sudden, uh, uh, it was a switch, and I was the first thing that went through my head was like, "Finally, some scenes without Mando." Like we're finally getting somewhere else. Like. Mando and Grogu are great. They're they're obviously number one. Yeah. And number one and a half. Yeah. <laughs> but to get anywhere with this story, we need to introduce something else. We've had two fucking seasons yeah. of these two. We've met they met each other in the first episode. We got Luke Skywalker. I mean, come on. Oh, you're right. But we never went with Luke. He was there with Mando. Yeah, we went with Luke and Boba Fett. Dude. Yes. I was so happy. Coruscant was awesome because I felt like, oh look, another string of of uh, consequences. Well, plot, I'm all about another another plot line that's yeah, gonna yeah, yeah. we're gonna eventually intersect somewhere else, obviously. But it was like, oh okay, okay, okay. They they pulled him from the first season. Perfect. He was a timid bitch. Perfect. Everything kind of fell through, but yeah. did it? Did it, bitch? We're back on Coruscant where nothing else matters. Yep. Nothing else matters. Um, yeah, I'm <laughs> rebuting that um, that article or whatever that we read a couple weeks ago that said Mando is not going to open up the New Republic era the way that it could, the way that like the Clone Wars did for the We're prequels. There. I'm rebuting that already in Episode 3 here. Just this mere little tangent on Coruscant, I think... We Mando is going to start with a small story about father and son, and it's going to expand into really leading us over time all the way up to episode seven. Is there only seven episodes? What? Oh, episode seven. 
The you, movie. I'm, I'm about to have a fucking Force Awakens. Pal- palpitation over the here. Force Awakens is what I'm talking about. And pal- over time, and we probably pal- got a couple more seasons though. Anyways, it was cool. My uh, my only critique about this episode. Yeah, go ahead. I really wish we would have been cutting back and forth between storylines. I don't like yeah. that we opened and then we stayed with Pershing for like 40 minutes. It was a bit odd. You you drop a bomb literally, <laughs> and then you just like yeah, but look at this guy, and you're like okay, like yeah, let's tie something together. The story writing's a little still jumbled. Yeah, I'm happy we we made the jump, and Coruscant is as beautiful as ever. It looks just like Andor. Yep. Um, I no, like not just like Andor. What? Not just like Andor. Well, I mean the living quarters, the lights, Yo, the yeah, neon shit. Yeah. It's it's just like Andor to me, which is nice because I I like seeing it. Um, I even like the little <sighs> splashes of you know this is the fucking peak of a mountain. You know, the that crust the crust is so far away. This is the peak of the tallest mountain on the planet. And you're like, dude, that's that's fucking cool. You want to touch it? Don't yeah. touch it. <laughs> <laughs> no touching. Um, the train kind of fumbling around, whatever. I didn't like the the duo, the Pershing and the the other officer. I thought it was kind of fumbling around. Yeah. And I felt like it was weird. And then when they did, did she turn her back on him? Like I was kind of well, confused at the end. This is why I liked it, and this is what I want to talk about. Because in the previously on Mando, they showed her when she was on Moff Gideon's ship. There was like a little cut of like her kind of doing a salute or some shit. So I missed that. I was waiting for a turn the whole episode. And at the end, when it happens, I still don't know if she is fully in the New Republic, but she's still kind of a dick. And she wants to just like make sure everyone is... Uh, behaving, or if she's undercover for or, the bad guys. I thought the whole time she was undercover for the Empire, and she's going through the whole amnesty program, and she's, you know, I don't know, trying to recover intelligence or or like, delete fuck, intelligence, fuck over the New Republic. Per- was, when Pershing was in that fucking cat scan, and she cranked it up. In my head, I thought he's a loose end. Yeah, and she needs to delete what he knows. Not to mention, she has the little treasure chest from the ship that he was getting all the cloning medical stuff from so yeah she's like with still loyal to gideon the crazy thing is both make sense still yeah hardcore yes yes that's it's good it's good we have consequences and we have multiple threads to follow yeah because you it either way if she was with the new republic you would want to delete this fucking dude's mind Right. And get rid of his work. If you were on the dark side, you'd want to delete this fucker's mind and get rid of his work because no one else needs to know. Yeah, Palpatine hasn't come back yet, so don't let it out of the bag. I'm I'm I love kind that. of worried at what mental state he's gonna be going forward because I don't want to see like a like him try to relearn everything. Was I a clone? Well, I don't. I don't know. I don't think we'll see him again. You think he's dead? I don't think he's dead. They killed him. But I think that was kind of like a cap of his storyline. His brain is wiped. It's like Men in Black, the fucking Flasher. Oh, I thought we were gonna. He was gonna be pivotal going forward. They spent a lot of time for him not to be. But maybe so. You're saying they're gonna transfer to her, to her now, and she's gonna. That's the vibe I got. Okay, but I could be wrong though. You never know. I she's mean, like, she's I, like, can I stay and torture him? Sure. <laughs> That's why I like, was like, yeah. Fuck brutal, it. dude. Brutal. 
No, I thought that was the whole time I was like, she's undercover, she's undercover, she's undercover. Well, and what when it gets the fucking biscuits and you're like, all right. I thought well, it, she is undercover, but from one side or the other. Yeah, regardless, she's undercover. Yeah, yeah. I thought when when the biscuits were dropped off that she was trying to re-recruit him. Right. Like, see, this is this is what you missed. Right. This is what you wanted. Right. Let's go back. Let's let's hey, let's start the work again. Yeah. It's not bad if no one knows. <clears throat> let's get on this train, bitch. Let's go. <laughs> And let's talk about complicated, nuanced storylines. The whole amnesty program idea is awesome. Because that was the thing that was always so weird. It's like, Return of the Jedi is over, and they win, and the Empire is gone. Oh, but not really. And this, the New Republic, the Empire is gone, New Republic is, you know, gaining power. They're putting things in order. But it's not a clean break. It's not like all of a sudden Leia's in charge and everything's cool. The amnesty program, the whole idea of that and kind of incorporating the Imperial officers, yeah, I think is so interesting. It's not just like a fucking happy dance on Coruscant, you know what I mean? They're it's, still... It seems like a legitimate process post-war. Right, exactly. Yeah. Which seems like someone thought this out. I feel bad saying that, but it feels like they're like, okay, a war just ended... And there's a government we got to set up, but there are still these people kind of in the like we got to figure like what would make sense. The problem is I don't know if the showrunners conceived that or if that was part of a book and they just kind of. At this point, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. All good stuff though. I thought it was great. That's my my only critique is like the Pershing stuff started to get a little like Book of Boba Fett cheesy at times yeah and i think cutting back to mando and Bo, and then back again a couple times would have made that not feel as awkward does it fully end with her doing the mind wipe or does it fully end when when they get to the mando cult after she does the mind wipe it goes back, back to, to the, them yeah. landing at the cult and bo katan's like oh my god i was borderline expecting them to like butt heads who Bo-Katan and like the armor, like I thought there was a literally a fight gonna happen. Well, she's on the myth store, dude. She's a believer. Yep. I don't know. I in the back of my head, I was like, dude, a fucking mythosaur. And then I remembered how they write stuff, and I'm like, someone's riding that bitch in 20, <laughs> 20 minutes. Someone's gonna ride that motherfucker. Which is okay. Hey, nobody rode the crate dragon. Not yet, anyways. Yeah. The other thing I will say is uh, the terrain, the planets have been fucking spot on. Yeah. Bo-Katan's castle and the land around it looks so cool. Except where's like her butler, dude? It's just her and that droid. Yeah. Yeah, she's just literally by herself. I was she's like, just sitting on that chair all day. Yeah. What are you doing? Must have a nice seat warmer or something. Jesus. Yeah, I there is that kind of aspect. Like Vader's just in his castle. What is he doing? Kind of breathing. Well, at least he's got servants and stuff. He makes Zoom calls. People are coming to visit him. Um. So yeah, I mean, where, where do you see this going? I think all of the Mandalorians get together and they all go back to Mandalore together by the end of the thing, and the Mythosaur busts out. Of what the about caverns. the next episode? Because we've got these these seeds planted See, of, of post-imperial remnants. Right, and we're not used to, at least in the Mando season one and two, 
these tangents with other characters. So I don't know if that was like a one-time thing or if now that is going to be a regular part of the story. It needs to be a regular part of the story. I agree. I mean, we've gotten... We have a really good sense of who Din Djarin is. Like, he doesn't need to... Obviously, he's going to continue to grow as he learns more stuff and Grogu grows. We don't need another full season to figure out who he is as a person. We don't need another five fucking minutes. <laughs> we know who Din Djarin's in. Yeah, he's Mandalore. He's... We've seen more. Calling it. We've I don't know if it's going to be season three or m- four. We've seen more than two seasons worth. He's been in Boba Fett. I know, I know, I know, I know. So, I know, I know, man. The issue... I feel bad saying it's this. Jaren, man. I'm over Din. What? I'm over him as a character. Okay. Okay. What? I'm not even... I'm not taking that back. I am. <laughs> I... You you can't you can't understand how happy I was to see Pershing, and it's like dude he's I like was a, too. he was like a whiny I don't know my sp-. and you're like oh this is fine because it's different I know Din what Din struggles with I know that he wants to protect Grogu I mean I and will I know say- he wants uh, he wants to support the fucking cult and uh, but we've known that for two yeah 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 nothing's happened I mean he was getting a little too much. Like the armor at the times. Yeah. I need to go to Mandalore and bathe in the living waters. Like, I, I get that. But now that he's done with that, he, he can be Din Djarin again. What's his quest right now? Um, well, we don't know yet. He bathed in the waters. That was part of his quest. So now he needs a new quest. So the armor's got to give him a new quest line. Dude. He's got to go back to the hub world <sighs> and see Grief Karga and get his next mission. I feel bad. I wish there was some... I hope he does an autosave beforehand. I wish... There was something interesting about Din. I think that was that that was pulled through. Something that he made a bad decision. He fucked someone over when he didn't, or, or something from the bounty hunters guild that he shouldn't have done. Something to carry through. At this point, it's like, oh, the guild likes him, and Bogatan likes him, and Grogu likes him, yeah, and dude, Luke likes him. Gathering his party before venturing forth. And it's like, okay, but where's the turmoil? All. You look at Han Solo, and even though he's laughing and making jokes, he's clearly a damaged person. I feel like we've gotten to the point where Din's not even damaged anymore. He's just kind of like, I well, I gotta raise this fucking. <laughs> uh, well, we did. We just saw the conclusion of like a mini quest line of his with the waters. Yeah, he's been talking about that for a couple episodes, and now he did it. So now we have to see what is going to come next. Damn. I know we're, we're. I know he's going to be the leader. He's probably going to help make the decision yeah, of so hey, there's the next a, there's an imperial remnant right. that fucked us up. Maybe they're targeting Mandalorians. We should probably all bunker group, down, group together. But again, that'll be the next conflict. Both hands in. They need to figure out what they're going to do. They're all going to be what? grumbling with that's, each other. That's a Mandalorian like, conflict. I'm going to figure this out. I feel like Din Djarin's a shallow character. No, dude. No, it's not. Just throwing he was it out a there. bitch head bounty hunter, dude, and now he's got a son. He, he, he yeah. I think we're gonna. But what? Going so back to what you he asked. He had issues with droids. That was kind of his big thing. That's that, that's that's uh, the character development I'm looking for. For how simple that is, he didn't like droids because his fucking family was killed by droids. Oh my god, great! Right. He got Here, over that. Here's an IG-11. Here's an, uh, an R5. And here's that. Yeah, that was season one. Here's a pit droid. Yeah. I know, but he, he overcame that. Now, what is his carry? What is his... And then season two was Grogu. 
And then now it is his place amongst the Mandalorians. Yeah. We'll get there. Uh, back to what you said about what's going to happen directly in the next episode, my little prediction. Um, I think we're going to find out who bombed her castle and who the fuck that is. And we're going to start getting seeds into the Ahsoka show and what? We're looking at episode four already. We better fucking find out. Yeah. Something. That's what I said, man. I know. But if we don't, is my point. We're going to be five episodes in and not even know what the fuck the bad guy is. We will. We're better. I hope we cut to Boba Fett at some point. I don't want to go back to Tatooine, but I do want to see my man Tamara Morrison. Can you can you order 67 on the Mandos? Jedi are wiped out. They don't even fucking exist anymore. Yeah. Who's the biggest issue now? Well, I've heard 50 Mandalorians have grouped up on this planet. Well, let's go bomb one of the fucking castles. No one's heard that. They're in they're in hiding. There's there's an informant for sure. Grogu. Yeah, some like Cad Bane would know, but he's dead. Cad Bane. Poor Cad Bane. Not poor Cad Bane. He had a great run, dude. Poor Cad Bane. No, I'm, I know, but he's dead. They should have left Palpatine die, and he would have had a great run, too. What's, what's, Somehow Palpatine returned. What's the chance that they go pick up Boba Fett on the way? Uh, I think it's only 5 out of 10, but I'm... That's, I'm so that's 50%. I'm, <laughs> I know. I'm geared up for that. It's 1 out think, of 2. Do you think... Um, do you think Boba Fett has some type of knowledge or something about him that will help the Mandalorians as a whole? I just think... Or is he literally just going to be an additional gun for hire because he's a Mandalorian? I think Mando is going to be in charge. And he's going to have Bo-Katan on one shoulder and Boba Fett on the other shoulder as his like small counsel. Dude, his that visual would, would be badass. Yes. See, I guess the, uh, I'm trying to like categorize Din Jaren as a character. And the closest and this is still a long stretch. The closest thing I can come up with is Jon Snow. Where it's like yeah. He doesn't really want the throne. Right, but he's the best one for it. But he has the fucking dark saber. You got to do it, dude. And he's not he's got a foot in the door with each side that's split. Yep. He's got ties with the Jedi. He's helped out Boba Fett, who's probably one of the most notorious. Like everybody in the in the galaxy, when they think Mandalorians, probably half of them think immediately like like a devil bounty hunter, and that's Boba Fett. Right. Um Well, they're gonna try to make a new name for themselves, that's for sure. But Jon Snow didn't want the throne. Correct. If, Mando if, doesn't either. If we get to that point, will they give him the throne, and will he have Boba Fett? And so you, I mean, you're the one that set it up. I wasn't there. No, I, that's how Game of Thrones should have ended. That's what I'm saying. Jon Snow should have been the king. That's what I mean. Yeah, but if he doesn't want it, then he should have it. If you want it, what about the cripple kid? He should go to the wall with the third eye. He should be his advisor. <laughs> Bran should I have know. been his right hand man. It almost makes sense. And Sansa runs the north. Everyone's happy. He's got Bran and Tyrion. How can he go wrong? For real. I that's You are so mad. <laughs> such a blunder. I haven't watched that that season at all. I know. Just that one time. Season eight? Yeah, yeah. it's a bummer, man. Anyways, that's that's you're right about him being Jon Snow. I think that's where we're headed. It's like he's an outsider, but he gets it. He's honorable, but he doesn't take anyone's bullshit. And he's he's split right in between like the traditional and like the cultists. 
What is your... And we can end on this. What's the chance that the armor takes her fucking helmet off? Zero. I think it's going to happen. What's the chance that she dies in battle and Din takes it off and looks at her face? And it's Thrawn. <laughs> somehow Palpatine somehow, somehow Thrawn became a Mando. No, I don't. I mean, that would be stupid. I, but my, my, my reasoning behind it is I feel like he's tearing down these unnecessary moral pillars. I disagree. Where, he just where went back to the cultists, and he's like, but Bo-Katan had this venge, vengeance against these cultists, and now that she was bombed, she's like, well, fuck, they're the closest thing to family, even though I disagree with them. I feel like the same thing's gonna happen. That the the cultists' morals are gonna be quote unquote bombed, and she's gonna have to take her helmet off and realize it doesn't fucking make a difference. I mean, that'd be <laughs> that'd be interesting. I really don't. For how cool you 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 kind of set it up, where like looking at a Mando helmet, you can still feel the the emotion. Yeah, I don't want to go the rest of the fucking season looking at Mando helmets, and that's and not seeing people. <laughs> like looking at Vader's mask is fun for a little while, but Kylo Ren is fucking savage. <laughs> well, if you get your wish and we have more characters involved, Boba Fett's it, gonna it have his. It won't off. be as monotonous. And maybe maybe that's that's the grenade that gets thrown in there. They're gonna go pick up Boba Fett, and he's gonna make fun of these fucks the whole time with his helmet off, and yep. he's gonna be like, "Look, I run my own fucking system, right? And I'm still a Mandalorian. Yeah, I'm dude. probably more Mandalorian than all you fucks. Yeah, even though I'm a clone, I'm 100% Mandalorian, dude. Yeah, dude. I don't know. I see what you mean. Like there is danger that Din could get stale if they don't do something. But I think that's the whole point of getting the Mandalore and the, um, I almost said crate Dragon, the Mandalore and the Mythosaur stuff out of the way, is that now we can figure out what his next conflict what the, is. We're looking for the true enemy. And we've got the little sprinkle of, is was she undercover? For who? And we've got the bombing. Yeah. And you're like, okay, these have to be tied somehow. Right. How are they tied and who's behind it? Because we And, and we... Talked about Moff Gideon, yep. who's the other wild card, and you, I, I didn't catch it. Cargan made some sly mistake about like he. There was rumors that he got captured in transit to his prison or something, like and that. was let out, something like that. I like that idea. Like he got he's rescued. Too, or he's something. too important. Thrawn's like, we need that fucker. Well, I mean, think about Homegirl wanting to close loose ends with Pershing, knowing about the cloning stuff. If they know Gideon got captured and not killed, they want to tie that loose end up too. Or yeah, use him whoever's still. above him wants to make sure because he's not in charge. I mean, he had right. his own little well, just the threat, section, just the threat of his knowledge. Knowledge. Well, not not only that, but the threat of losing his knowledge. I feel like Gideon is yeah, he's more than ankle deep. Where Pershing right. didn't know how the technology was being used, so he's right. actually expendable. Right. Gideon knows all of it. Yep. And he's too valuable. So they needed to steal him in case the new the new republic was like, "Oh, what the fuck did you do?" and then they start finding shit out. Yeah. All right, quick predictions. We definitely see Boba Fett. We definitely see who's leading the empire, whether it's Thrawn or whether it's some other weird faction. We see, definitely see Gideon before the end of the season. More tentacles. More tentacles. Someone rides the Mythosaur and some Mando that isn't Boba Fett will take their helmet off. I don't know who it is. I don't think you know, it's the armor. I think she goes to the grave. We don't see what she looks like. Yeah, but I feel like the big blue bastard 
The one that's butt, butted heads with <laughs> the one that act, has actually fought Mando yeah, in, yeah. in Boba Fett. Yeah. He might be the one to take his helmet off and be like, you know what? That's usually how it, how it goes. The number two. Yep. Some big strong man is like walks up, looks like he's going to fuck somebody up, and then he's like, changes the tone. He succumbs. He takes his helmet takes off. His he's like, everyone, chill the fuck out. Yeah, he's got a lazy eye. Helps me see. It's John Favreau. <laughs> is it? Yeah. The voice, at least, is. I don't know if that's him in the suit. Uh, I assume it is. Good day, Galaxy. We appreciate everybody for tuning in. Sorry. I got the faders wrong. That one started a lot louder than I intended. I'm okay with it. There's nothing wrong with that. What? Hello? Um, sorry, the video cut out. I don't really care that much, though. Um, I'll charge the battery next time. I think it's your fault because you move stuff around. Yep. I'm just blaming Mopar. I would. It's Filoni's fault, dude. Blame Filoni. He didn't write good enough things <laughs> for me to charge batteries. All right. We love you guys. We'll see you next time. Join the WhatsApp group. Boom.